0: So today I have a question for you. If you were to appear on the Oprah show tomorrow, would you be ready for it? And by that I mean, is your website ready? Is your messaging right? Is your freebie ready? If you got that level of attention, are you ready for it? So today's episode, I'm so excited to share it with you. It's with one of my newfound friends, Beth Nydick, who is a media superstar. And not only that, she understands messaging. So let's get to it. There's so much good information in today's episode. And make sure you listen to her Dr. Oz story. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ Podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. Hey there, everybody. I am so excited to have you listening today because I have a fantastic guest for you we are going to hear from Beth Nydick, and she has such an amazing approach to getting media. I cannot wait to share it with you. And um, she, I've been, I got to tell you, I've been looking at publicists and media people for years and years and years. And Beth is the first one that has this really brilliant approach to it. So I can't wait to share it with you. Welcome, Beth. Thank you for being here today. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, so happy to be with you, my friend.
1: You're the best. I I appreciate you. And I love your, just say, love your podcast. Big fan of
0: yours. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So let's just jump into it because I, you know, I like to okay. like, get into the good stuff. So what should people be thinking about if they're, they're getting their business going and they're thinking mm-hmm. about how do I use publicity and media? Where should we be starting? Like, what do you think we should do first? Well,
1: first it's mindset. Okay, because I think I feel like and what I hear from my clients and from uh, my colleagues is that media is really hard to attain. It's actually not hard at all. That's really the actual easy part about it. The hard part, honestly, about it is making it work for your business, figuring out how to leverage it within your business and how to attract more and more so that your business is being more successful. I always talk about, you know, media gets you credibility, but what you do with it gets you clients, which equal cash.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. So media gets you credibility, what you do with it gets you clients and cash. Hope everybody caught that one. Okay, so the first <laughs> thing we got to get is in the right mindset space about all of this, right?
1: Right, well, okay. that it's not hard because people think it's so hard and you need to know the right people because people are thinking about, you know, one of my things for this year, I keep putting it out there. I want to be on Good Morning America this year. But like when I get calls from new clients or I talk to people, they're like, I want to be on Dr. Oz, that's great. Have you done your local news station? Have oh, you been in your local yeah. paper? Like you can't start at the top. So it's building that, like just like you build the foundation of your business, you have to build the foundation of your media. And I have to tell you that right now, smaller markets, meaning not New York, LA, Dallas, Chicago, St. Louis is- um, <laughs> Are we a big know, or a small market? I have <laughs> well, to ask. Well, you're a big small market. Yeah, you're a small market. <laughs> but even the small, like if you're listening in, you know, somewhere that's a really small market, think about it this way. COVID has really affected the news stations. Those news stations had to let go of some of their reporters, some of their office staff. They're really on a skeleton crew. So if you mm-hmm. can come in and be real added value, right? You can come in and really great create a great segment for them, bring your audience with them, bring that high energy. Uh, and not only will I feel like they will bring you on over and over again, because they need content. Remember, their job is to put people like you on air. So giving them you in a great way helps them win-win right we always want the win-win but really right now that's the low-hanging fruit because they need more content because they don't have the the bandwidth or the staff to create it themselves
0: oh my gosh I love that now would you say that it's gotten easier um to be a remote guest if you're a
1: thousand percent a thousand percent I have to tell you that I've been doing some Australian television which I would never have done before if it wasn't for COVID yeah (laughs) There's a place called Ticker News. It's like a morning uh, news station or uh, show. Um, And I've been on it a couple of times and it's because they can. And it's kind of, why not? Um, But it really, but I I know. So that part's really easy. So I want everyone to get their mindset straight that it's not hard. And somebody, you know, knows somebody in media. I know I always get, no, they don't. I know I live in, you know, Bumble, Missouri. Missouri. (laughs) I was in Pennsylvania, but Bumble, Drop, Missouri. I'm going to challenge you go onto Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever you have groups of people who live near you. So I have a group, an amazing Facebook group of my town. I literally go on my Facebook town, sorry, my Facebook page in my town and say, who knows somebody at X media or just put who knows somebody that works in magazines, who knows somebody that works in local TV. People want to help. I'll tell you a quick story. So I have a cocktail cookbook that was published a few years ago called Clean Cocktails, Righteous Recipes for the Modern Mixologist. I literally went on my, Facebook, my town's Facebook page and wrote, who knows a book agent? Eight Ooh. strangers. Jewel, perfect strangers, people that might know my parents. My parents live here. People that might know my in-laws. My in-laws live here. People that might know my brother. My brother lives here. You know, I have lots of family here, but nobody that I knew directly sent me DMs of book agents they were willing to put me in touch with. And they did. They just wanted to help. They liked the idea of what I was creating and they wanted to be in on the creation of it.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, Okay, so we're going to agree that we have more context than we think, but Mm -hmm. I want to sidebar just a second. Tell us about your cookbook.
1: Oh, thanks, Jewel. So it's Clean Cocktail. So I actually am a trained nutritionist. And in 2015, 16, I had this idea for a cookbook. I had friends over, I've been a bartender forever. And I was just making these cocktails because I can't really do sugar. So I was making, I can't remember exactly what the cocktail at that time I made, but I was made, I made the cocktail with a different kinds of sugar or less sugar. And my girlfriends were like, this is the best ever. And I stood in my living room and I was like, you need to tell people about this, you know, and you don't know me very well, meaning the audience Julie does. I think bigger than probably I should. And it wasn't a blog post or it wasn't a video. My first instinct was let's write a book on this. Let's write a cookbook on this.
0: This but is I one would... of the reasons I love working with you because you're just like, hey, let's go do this huge, big thing. I love it. I love it. So, yes. Uh,
1: and then I literally shopped it around to to colleagues. I was like, I want to do this with somebody. I don't want to do this by myself. I also knew that it probably wouldn't get done if I had to do it by myself. You know, we need to know who we, who we are.
0: Yes. And yes. I met this
1: girl and, I, and uh, my partner, Tara Rossioli. she is, uh, owns a company called Highway to Well, also a nutrition coach. She thought we were, I was going to propose to her like a cleanse or do something together. And I was like, nope, let's do a cookbook. And she's she's surprised and she like me is a doer. And within six weeks we had a proposal.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. And
1: you know, within 18 months we had a book. Oh, and I'm so grateful to her because we were such a great team. And she's actually still one of my closest friends. You know, when you meet somebody, you're like, this is, we're supposed to do this. That's how I felt when I met Tara.
0: I love that. And I have to get my copy because I haven't gotten it yet. I'm diabetic. So I want that, that no sugar cocktails. That will be mm-hmm. fantastic. So I'm going to get my copy. So um, okay. as we're, I know, I know the Dr. Oz story related to the <laughs> cookbook. So can you tell everybody the fun Dr. Oz story?
1: Sure. So I was picked up by Doc. So I was, it was a nutritionist and I became a food blogger. And one of Dr. Oz's people had seen me and then I answered a harrow. So, a Harrow is helpareporterout.org. Go to the website, you'll see it. It's a listserv. It's journalists and ex- and experts and writers and people and bloggers, podcast hosts looking for experts, looking for you, looking for everyone listening. Go to Harrow. They are looking for you to be an expert on their platforms. I got a call from the Dr. Oz people. I was thinking about the other day, Joel, because I was sitting outside on Clubhouse and I remember sitting there and talking to the producer and hanging up and knowing this was going to happen and knowing this was going to change my life.
0: Really? Oh, I I,
1: like had that premonition. I I haven't had it recently. I'm waiting. (laughs) I'm waiting. (laughs) But um, I went on Dr. Oz. I made avocado deviled eggs. It was fantastic. He's amazing. Um, but the problem was, my business wasn't set up for media.
0: Oh. So,
1: I before I went on, I had hired a messaging coach. I had a blogging coach. Like I talked to all my people. I upped my, um, my website so I could take the traffic.
0: Oh, uh, that's good.
1: Which my thought was smart. So I spent lots of money. What's that means. And then I go on Dr. Oz and it's fan freaking fantastic. They love me. They want me back on. I become a Dr. Oz blogger. What I didn't do was make sure that my message, my, sorry, make, make sure that my website opt-in was working correctly.
0: Oh no. Oh no. It's
1: coming. It's coming. I, I won't tell you the number because it still hurts and it was five years ago, but I had thousands and thousands and thousands of people come to my website that week and I captured three emails.
0: Oh no. Oh, right. ouch. That like hurts me in my chest.
1: Right? Exactly. <laughs> You're still feeling. <laughs> so, you know, when people ask my, me my why story, that's my why story. I don't want anyone to ever go through that again because it was stupid. I, sh- it, I just wasn't paying attention. I just wasn't thinking about what I needed to have my business set up right so that I could really leverage that media. Thank God he had me on it again and again, and I was able to get some more emails, but it was never like that first time. It just wasn't. Um, but what I found though, through you know being an online entrepreneur for 10 years and having the cookbook, and after the cookbook was published, I was doing lots of keynotes and telling this story, how much I loved the business of being having an online business and how much more fired up I was about it. So I really transitioned in doing publicity and business coaching, being a strategist to help people never, ever go through what I went through.
0: Oh, my gosh. So one of those painful lessons that is going to save everyone who's listening from having (laughs) the same problem.
1: (laughs) I have to tell you that I was on Clubhouse the other day in one of my rooms. I host a couple of rooms a week. And this woman came on and she's like, I was just on Dr. Oz. Um, and I'm trying to figure out my business. I went to her website. It was horrific, and I'm not being—I'm not being exaggerating. It was horrific. She was like, "Please don't look." Oh and no. I told her the story. She call- She texted me the next morning. Her landing page is up. She goes, "You scared the blank out of me." <laughs> the landing page was up, and she's on her way. Because I'm so happy that I—that somebody listened, heeded my warning, because she's got another Doctor Oz is coming up, and I don't want her to miss it.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So back to what we were talking about the different things that okay. we need if we want to do, if we want to do media. So we've got the mindset side of things. And okay. then we also are thinking about business. So fill us in a little right. more. Like what else do we need to make sure we're doing?
1: Okay. So you need to define your objective, right? Your objective is not just to get on TV, right? It's to establish yourself as an expert. But how you're going to be the expert has to connect back to everything you're doing in your business, your social, um, any outward marketing. So if I'm looking to get more TV for my cocktail book and I on my website are talking about everything else but cocktails, how is that going to make sense to my audience or even a producer or editor? Yes.
0: You're so really thinking
1: about how, it all, how you build a relationship with your community to be in on your message, but you need to direct what that message is and then you bring it to the media.
0: So let's say I have an online course about, let me pick something, making sourdough bread. And, and I'm yep. a big online teacher for how to, how to bake. Okay. So what would you tell somebody that they need to do on their website if, okay, I'm the how to bake teacher?
1: <laughs> so it's actually, so that's your marketing message, right? The how to bake sourdough bread. That's what you're all about. That's what your courses are about. But what's the underlining message you want an audience to feel from you about making the sourdough bread? Because think about it this way. The sourdough bread is your book, is your product. That's what you're selling. But you're selling a mood, a feeling, an inspiration, a challenge, a motivation. That's what you're going to be talking about on media. Yes, you'll do those spots where you're actually making bread, but that's just that informational how-to. How are you going to actually keep people in your community? It's how you make them feel, not filling their bellies.
0: Oh, so things like Okay, you can let me talk about baking bread with a family and how this can be a fun family activity, that whole emotion of doing it together. Is that kind of what you're talking about?
1: Yeah. So I would I would focus on community and how bring how being active and doing things together and creating being creative with your community brings you closer together. Like Ooh. I'll tell you, so my tagline, my marketing is from undiscovered to unforgettable. But what my underlining message is you have to create your opportunity for success. But do yes. you won't hear me saying that really? Like, that's not what I'm talking about, but what I'm, the feeling I want you to get and the attitude and the challenge or the inspiration or whatever it is, I want you to feel that opportunity. How you create that? Because that's what I'm talking about. Going out on your own, calling the stations, asking your Facebook friends for who knows media. That's all creating your opportunity.
0: Mm, okay, I get it now. So so we have to figure out what kind of messaging and where it is that we're, our objective with pulling, yes, I'm doing this media, but what is the end goal, the end objective, the message and the emotion that we're trying? Did I catch that just right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because it needs to be, because you need to bring the audience, not only
1: does a station or a podcast or, you know, Julie wants my audience to come listen to me and then still record, still listen to more of her podcasts. That's why I'm, you know, let's, let's like, let's be real. We love each other. We're good friends, but still, you part of doing business. You want my audience to come listen to you. That's why you have me on.
0: Yes, right? and listen to me and listen to you. Yes, and, right. then and then I, I want and I want your
1: audience to listen to me and then go find me. That's a, that's what podcasting is really all about. People, people. It's you know, it's about disseminating information, but the backside business part of it is I want let's swap audiences. That's true. That's, right. So, and my credibility to your audience is already baked in because you're. You're having me on. You've already vetted me. You're telling your people listen to what Beth says.
0: Right, right. So, this is perfect time. Tell everybody what your podcast is so that they can come listen to. Oh, my podcast.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, my cast is called Behind the Spotlight where I take your favorite entrepreneurs off a pedestal and onto a bar stool next to you. Did you ever wonder what the why is behind the why and who really is behind the brand? Then come listen every Tuesday a new episode drops.
0: All right. So we're going to come listen to your podcast and <laughs> hear all about that. Okay. So we've got our mindset. We've got figuring out our objective. What's next? What your goals are. Okay. So if,
1: where you're sending your people. So I'm on here and you'll hear later in the episode where we're sending you. It's all intentional. I think people think it's all off the cuff and they watch people, what they're creating. It has to have intention behind it. So what, what do you want you, those people to do? Right. We want our CTA when we when we write our posts on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and Pinterest and everywhere else. Right. There's a CTA, a call to action. What's your call to action? What's your clear goal? If I'm going on TV and I'm making cocktails, my clear goal is to get you to buy more cocktail books and follow me on Instagram.
0: Ooh, okay. So you're very specific about what you want them to do before. And you decide that before you get on that. This is what I want them to do before your media appearances.
1: Exactly. If you're making the sourdough bread, where are you sending them? What do you want them to understand?
0: And right. where do you want
1: them to go? Do you want them to, you know, because if you're doing a podcast, TV has, a, you know, whenever you're on TV, it has your name underneath. And I always say, if you're going to be on TV and it's going to be on their website, make sure you're directing them someplace specific. You're asking the producer, you're telling those, whoever you're talking to, the social media person, whoever your contact is to send them to a certain URL, right? Like it makes me crazy <laughs> okay, this is what makes me crazy. When I am interviewing somebody or I'm listening to a podcast, and they're like, great. Okay, Julie, where can we find you? You're like, well, you know, I'm kind of on LinkedIn, and I'm sort of on Facebook, and you can find me here. And you know people, that's not the answer. The answer is, you can find me at Julie Hood on every media platform.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So it's I... your
1: choice. You know exactly where to go
0: completely agree with you because when you don't have that very specific easy way to call people to action oh my gosh it's 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 just painful to watch
1: <laughs> it is but i'm and i you know when i'm interviewing people i stop i'm like no let's just send them to one place or i'll say it beforehand because it's just one of those little things that people don't think about but i understand from from my point of view how how integral that is to have a definite place because if i'm on tv Making sourdough bread, you better I better hell go to your Instagram and to your website and everywhere else. There better be sourdough bread right there. Right before so you're doing
0: those posts right before you're getting that media coverage so that it's related and people recognize it. Is that is that the goal?
1: Well, I want you to start even sooner. I want your I always say, what's your top nine? And your top nine better connect to any pitch, any conversation you're having with anybody in the media.
0: Ooh, okay. Oh my because goodness, they're going go to go so to your good.
1: Instagram. They're going to go to your website. And if it doesn't, if it's not congruent, if you don't have that clear, like everybody talks about having clarity in your business, guess what? They're right. And when you do have clarity, guess what? You're successful. Like there's, there's no two ways about it. That's how you get secret. Okay. This is the secret, Julie, have actual clarity in your business. Have <laughs> a real succinct, clear message. Doesn't matter what it is. People are so worried about what that actually looks like. It actually doesn't matter. And let me tell you this it's for this season. So Ooh. I work in 18 months. Like it's not for the rest of your life, peeps. I always say that we're not for your rest of your life. Like I have a new client. She, you know, she does 16 different things. I'm like, okay, let's do what are we focusing on for the next two quarters?
0: Okay. That's so. It. I need you to dig into this because I work with so many of my students that are incredibly talented. Like they have interests all over the place and a lot of times with very different audiences Mm -hmm. and they're incredible experts at, at many different things. And so I'm always trying to pull them in and say, okay, yes, you can do all of these things, but right now we're going to do a course about this one thing. So can you help me with that message? Yes. (laughs) and explain i like what you're saying about it's for a certain period of time i'm not making you only do this course forever for the rest of your life but let's talk about that a little more
1: well first i want to heed this so even if you're just talking about sourdough doesn't mean i'm not looking for pumpernickel rye and everything else right so everyone thinks that if i don't talk about all my stuff no one's gonna find that stuff
0: but oh, they that's do that's right
1: because, so if you're i love the sourdough because i'm gonna have some sourdough bref- bread for breakfast later um, if, you're gonna have, if you're gonna be talking about sourdough, you're still bringing people in that are interested in the larger topic.
0: Okay. So all those other
1: the things that you do. Like I don't, if I'm talking about media and business, I'm not selling my cookbook, but guess what? They still see my cookbook when they come figure find me out and they do a dive into who I am. It's still there. So, but when you focus on that one thing, it allows you to have the space in the thought, pro, the thought space, really the mind space to be able to really focus on that one thing and hone in on what that message is and people can feel that if you, people can feel the energy of you being scatterbrained so oh, I, they
0: totally yes can. so if you're on if you're getting media and you're kind of all over the place they're just going to turn off right and not and not follow right
1: like okay. let's give you a title right Amer- julie is america's course course creator coach in 24 hours like doesn't that sound better than i help people create courses
0: like, yes you are
1: the coach like so give yourself a title There's a a life coach. His name is Stefan Lovegrove, who I adore. And he named himself America's life coach. And guess what? He's running with it. And well, he's an amazing life coach, but he's running with it. And that's what his moniker is now. And that's what he was on the Hallmark channel as America's life coach. Like, what are you like? I have a a client. She's America's uh, picky feeding expert, right? You're America's comfy food coach or comfy food chef. Like give yourself that title. You don't need to use it. I know it's a lot. I'm from Jersey. Remember people like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have to remember that part. Like, I know that feels like a lot to put that out there, but give yourself that that superhero title and just lean into it. I promise you it's going to make a difference.
0: I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit about if we're doing something, like I'm doing courses, which is a very, um, it's not baking bread, which is a very active kind of let's get on and bake bread together. You know, if I'm talking about something, um, that's not a physical activity. How mm-hmm. does that usually translate into media? Do you, do, can you help those of us that are more yes. like the coaches or the I'm the okay. leadership expert, that kind of thing?
1: Right. So, what are the five things that you are asked the most? What are the five problems that you are faced with? Your clients are faced with. What are the five things that you see? Feel yourself talking about it. Those are your pitches, my friends. Those are your really? stories. Those are your articles. Yeah, like you go back to where? Where's the opt-ins you don't use? Where's the one sheet workbook that you never put out? Those ideas, like, don't don't sit there and be like, okay, I need to think of some, I need to think of new, better. No, you have all the ideas you need. You just need to trust yourself and use those. But pain points are the point of any story, right? Your okay. lean in moment, your, you know, your hook, what is it, your hook story close. Yes. What, but you have the information already there. So just go back and really examine, like, what are you asked about? I'm asked about media every single day. So guess what? It's not just media. It's how to get media. It's how to make it work for my business. It's how to make, how to look good, I'm, how to talk on camera, how to have the, you know, it's all the things besides that. So I would say market research is the best and go, let's don't tell anybody, but go back to your town's Facebook page or group page, whatever it is mm-hmm. and write market research. And then ask a question. You're going to be really surprised at what you get. I don't oh care if gosh. they're not all coaches. Like we're so focused on our Facebook groups that are all the right ideal client, but actually doing some broader market research, I think will open your eyes, you know, still ask those people that are in those groups, but that broader research really gives you like that consumer point of view. And if you want to be on mainstream television, those are actually the people watching
0: that. Okay. So I think this is really important that we need to make everyone who's thinking about media really pay attention to this. You have to match your message message to who the audience is that's listening. So for example, like you're on my podcast and you're talking about helping course creators, but if we're going to do big media, you know, Good Morning America, the big shows, who's the audience for those shows, right? That's what you're you're telling us to think about. Okay.
1: So like Julie, I don't think Good Morning America is for you.
0: Talk about course creators.
1: It's just not. I don't think so either. (laughs) CNN for you. No, you know, I think for many people it's really podcast and getting on the stages of people who are like you, right? So I, I have a friend who well, let's just talk about Julie, because we love Julie, right? Oh, like, thank you. <laughs> where are the consultants or the coaches or the leadership people whose clients need courses? You need to Podcasts. be in front of those people, right? So what are they reading, listening to and watching? Yes, they're watching Good Morning America, but unless you have some sort of lifestyle story that you're working on or like, so I'm an interim foster mom, which means um, that moms who aren't sure that they can keep their children um, instead of them going into the system or not having a place to stay, they get to come to me. So I get newborn babies and I keep them for three to five days. And either they go back to the mom, which then they have services they need, or they go to a right to an adopted adoptee family, which I really like about it. So I've been working on getting on mainstream TV talking about that. It's got nothing to do with my business, but I tell you that my business is going to get a nice hit, because people are going to go back and find me. And the right people are going to find me because somebody did did you see this girl, Beth on Good Morning America, you know, you've always wanted media, you should go see her. You know, that works too. That part works too. But for you, it's really, where's your audience reading, listening, watching, you know, if you need to be in mind, body green, you're, it might be if you work with health and wellness, people who write courses. Like, so what's that niche within the niche that you can really identify because you need to who you're going to communicate with, Right. What the key messages, what media platforms you're going to use to get those messages out, how you're going to gain the consumer's attention and what imagery are you going to put out with it? Like I, I was on a, um, a what's it called? Hustle like a mom. She's this great, amazing woman, Pamela. She's got this great uh, platform and she had a, a conference and there were four, her and three media people. And it was like, oh, you always wear orange and have lightning bolts. Megan Murphy, who's an amazing, he's a new book out. Um, it's called Your Fully Charged Life. Go get it. It's an amazing book. I've read it twice. My friend Sabina Hitchin always wears yellow. Like Drew Barrymore always wears yellow, right? My friend Trey always has keep shopping, her big sign behind her, because she does chop- shopping stuff. Like, what is your identifier? To be completely honest, I think my hair is my identifier because I have I, let's I have good hair. I just do. Yes, good you, have, you, have the jer- the,
0: you have the jersey hair, so. I know, I have the nice
1: big jersey <laughs> Teresa from the Housewives hair, um, but it's all mine. Hers is all extensions, if anyone oh. didn't know that. Hers, but mine's not, right? But that's my identifier. People see, people remember my hair. So what's your identifier? Okay. That's about right. you. Do you always wear your hair in braids? Are you a bleach blonde? Do you wear pink all the time? Like, doesn't need to be, do you always wear a big yellow pin your grandmother gave you? Like, it doesn't need to be something that's so, you know, hard or innate. I don't want anyone to think anything I'm saying is I want, if you think it's hard, then you've gotten it wrong. This is super easy, super, super basic. Like they always say, talk to a seven-year-old and I, and I have a seven-year-old niece and nephew. And I honestly, this is so funny that i never told anybody this on a podcast. I honestly run things by them. Seriously. I do. Like, I do. I'm like, do you understand what I'm saying? Because if they can understand what I'm saying, then so can the rest of the world.
0: Oh, my goodness. So I've heard talking to like eighth grade, but seven year olds, that's a whole nother level <laughs>
1: We're smart seven year olds. Yes, But, you know, because I want to I want to see how basic it is. You know, if if my marketing message is you've taken all the media courses and still haven't gotten media. Now it's time to work with me.
0: Yes. Right? So they yes. can
1: understand that that makes sense the rest of the world.
0: Okay. I got it. So I hope everybody is picking up on the fact that one of the main reasons I had you on is you don't just talk about, here's how to go get in the newspaper or to go get on TV. You're very big around the whole messaging side of things. And I want everybody to really think about how that's going to fit into your course business. And Beth has this fantastic workbook that I'm going to put in the show notes. It's going to be at coursecreatorshq.com That's CourseCreatorsHQ.com slash 34. It's her media spotlight magazine and it's the spotlight issue. And I downloaded it. Not only is it gorgeous, like you did a fantastic job of pulling it together, (laughs) (laughs) but tell everybody kind of what's in that and how it will help them with all this messaging side of things. Thank you so
1: much. So it's the media spotlight magazine, the
0: workbook issue.
1: Um, and I'm on the, I'm the first cover girl, but I was very excited about doing my brand photos. Um, but no, it's 10 pages of really it's workbooks, it's articles, it's in-depth information, because let me tell you the one thing, if you get nothing from this podcast, other than this, I would be happy. I still would be happy. Um, if you are doing something and you're not in action doing it, stop listening to a gazillion hours of conferences, stop going to all those summits, unless you're actually getting work done because you'll download this workbook. It's, I think there's seven or eight worksheets in there. And you're going to walk away with a message, a bio, a real understanding of where you're going and how your business can not only be set up for success, but how you can leverage it on the other side.
0: Oh my gosh, this is so good. So if, if we want to do more with you, I know you've told me that you have some things coming up. So let's, while we're in this, let's talk about what's coming up. So people, cause I know they're going to love you as much as I do. I Aww. just, I, every time I talk to you, I get like this happy energy. Oh, I feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I get better at being a business owner. So, so if Aww. we're interested in wanting to know more about you and, and working with you, what's coming up.
1: So I'm coming, what's coming up is I'm going to do, and honestly, I'm a little terrified, but I'm doing it anyway, just like all of you. Uh, it's a three day live workshop. I'm going to do 20 to 30 minutes of training and 20 to 30 minutes of Q and A, real Q and A while I'm actually deep diving into your business um, and we'll get through some, as many as we can. But I want my focus is for everyone to walk away with actionable steps because that's that's for me. Like I, like I said, I'm not going to any more summits and conferences where I'm not getting actual work done. And then when I'm launching early in April is my media Spotlight accelerator. This is actually where you're going to get my brain on your business for five months. And I I really deep dive, Julie. And I want people to hear this too. Like when you're working with a coach, I'd love for you to work with me, work with Julie, but think about it this way. If you don't have that hands-on view from them, you don't have their actual brain in your business. Why are you hiring them?
0: That's a good point. You're right.
1: To be in the group. That's great. You're going to get a great group, no matter what group you're with. But to have that expertise in your business, that's really what you're paying for, right? That's really why you're in their sphere. And that's actually how your needle is going to move for your business. Because I've been in them. You know, I've listened to the modules. I went on the Q&A. But I need somebody to be like, let's talk about your business for an hour, right? Here's the 16 things you need to do next. And now I'm going to help you do each and every one of them so you can be successful. We all need it done that way. I really hope the industry goes more on that hands-on and that instead of... You know, here's the information, good luck, because I don't feel like it works that way.
0: Well, and I have to agree with you, especially for media. You know, yes. um, I can sit down and sort of I can definitely take everything that you've said here and and think about what I'm looking for, but you can step up and you can say, Well, did you think about this part of your message? Do you have this piece set up? Did you and then I think I'm on media, like you know all the shows and you know all the people and you you know where to send me where I would have no idea where to even start if I was trying to get on um even local media I wouldn't know where to go like you can help people with that so that's definitely something I appreciate that yeah I've been you
1: know I've been a media professional for over 20 years I started my my first job in tv was at the tonight show with Jay Leno
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. My so tell us, a, uh, tell us a good story. So, okay. Let me just okay. give everybody a little background here. This is the the Missouri girl who grew up in a town of 900 people. So we did not have celebrities around the corner or get to meet the, you know, I didn't do that. So tell us a good, like celebrity story okay. from, from Jay Leno.
1: So you don't need to, you can live in wherever you live. I,
0: like, <laughs> I don't even know what to call
1: it. You can live in a, in a town with nine, you can live in in Town with 800 people and still be able to connect with celebrities I was literally in the comedy store in LA my sister lives in California I was there on spring break in college and he came in to do a spot I Seriously. was yeah he was came in to do a spot and he's like you know talking to the audience and he says to me what's your major and I said tv and corporate communications and he said what are you going to do with that and I said work for you oh show, yeah it was it was literally like he was making fun of me in the audience and I but what i want people to hear out of that i asked for something yeah people want you to ask for things they really do like appropriate things don't get crazy but he then after the show gave me his card the next day i went and interviewed and i had a job uh, i don't know three days later oh my god i was there for i was there for uh, for that summer um but the best story you know then that was the summer i was there was Forrest gump so i got to meet tom hanks and rita wilson that tom cruise oh. harrison ford Arnold Schwarzenegger, The smither. it was like that crazy summer of anybody that I ever loved in my entire life. But the best story is that I took Rita Wilson to the bathroom. You know, I was like a chaperone. Okay. Some, I don't remember why that bathroom wasn't working, but she had to go to the bathroom when I walked her down the hall, um, and we were talking. And you know, Jersey girl from from New Jersey, you know, Jersey, and my mom's not—I don't know. I guess I was missing my mom, and I was talking about my what I was doing my, with my life, and my, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because she's amazing. Like, when, I always look at Rita you know, because we're friends now. Um, when I see her singing or seeing her on TV, like she's just that real person and, and yes. who they are, her and Tom are just really that person. But we go back from the bathroom and she grabs my hand and she's like, you know, giving me some advice and all I can think about is if she washed her hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think about. So <laughs> you know, yeah, like I was like surprised how short Tom Cruise was and how short Arnold um, Schwarzenegger was. And I actually met um, Harry Connick Jr. was on the show and his band. Oh. And they were... They were coming. They were doing a world uh, a tour around the U.S. and they were going to be in Jersey when I was going to be home. So the band guy gave me his phone number. I gave him mine. Remember, this was before cell phones, people, and before the internet, and before like you know, I don't (laughs) think I had a computer yet. No, I did not have a computer yet. Um, And then he came to Jersey, and I went to the show at the PNC Art Center. It's an outdoor art center here. Came backstage. This is the best story ever. I'm with my best friend from kindergarten. Her name's Sharon. She is the most impressive person I've ever met in my entire life and gorgeous and brilliant also and has those two little kids I was telling you about. That's who I asked. We're walking down the hallway. Harry's coming the other way. And I stop. He like starts to pass me. I'm like, Harry, hi, Beth from The Tonight Show. We met this summer. And he stops and looks at me and goes, oh, you know, he had no idea who I was. He was being nice. So nice to see you come backstage. You know, he talks to my friend. He's like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go meet Jill, like his wife or somebody. And then he keeps moving on. And we get, and then we got to hang out with the rest of the, um, the rest of the band. But I got to like have that experience in front of the front of the person
0: who's supported me since I was five years old. Oh, i love that. I yeah, love that. That's a really good one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I am so excited that you were able to be on. Did we cover Thank all you. of, all of the pieces of the puzzle? Because I know you and I can just chatter. <laughs> do <Did> we cover <laughs> all the pieces of the puzzle? I'm going to go over
1: it again. So, you know, real quickly, like who you want to reach, why you want to reach them? What do you want to achieve? What are you going to do when you reach them and how you're going to evaluate your success? Think about it from the business point of view. Not from like the fancy media and looking good and having your hair done and getting your makeup done and whatever show it's going to be, but really about how it's going to affect your business and how it fits into your profile for getting, like I have, you know, I love that we're honest on this one. I have this group program coming up, right? And I have this three-day boot camp. That's why I'm doing lots of podcasts, people. Like it's there's for a reason. I'm not just doing it because Julie and I love each other and we want to have a conversation. There's an intention there. And when you have the intention coupled with the clarity and a real plan, That's when everything changes
0: in your business. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so good. And I hope everybody is catching that. Like copy what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting on podcasts to tell people about your stuff that's coming up. So if they've got a course that's launching, go find some podcasts and talk about your course and talk about how you can help people like do what, do what works. So follow us and follow the method that we're using. Right.
1: Exactly. And you know I one thing that people always ask me all the time, they're like, well, which one should I lo- go for? Which one should I pitch? Again, go back to your it's go back to your sphere of influence, go back to your town. who has a podcast? You'll be surprised who lives around the corner that has a podcast you didn't know. And if they have a small podcast or a big podcast, this is what comes to numbers and we can we can end on this one. If I have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, and I have 17 likes, there's an issue there, right? right? It's all about the engagement. And I can't tell you how many people have that. And It makes me a little crazy. But think of it this way. I'm, on my podcast, I have a certain amount of people that I know are going to listen every week. That's an engaged audience. So if that's 20 people or that's 200 people, you're still getting in front of 20 people that listen to that podcast that already trust the host, are right? already in on them, and are going to be in on you because it. So imagine you sitting in a room with 50 people. That's what being on a a small podcast is like. But those 50 people are actually listening
0: right and they believe what the host is telling them and and exactly. follow up and do what the host says so oh my gosh this was so good Beth you gave us so much good information like I think everybody needs to go back and listen to this one again because there's so I many nuggets <laughs> I know I have to because I want we had so much stuff I couldn't keep up <laughs> so but thank you so much for for thank jumping you. into the podcast and I hope everybody follows up and gets your workbook at a minimum and jumps into the three-day because they will be shocked at the price. It's so inexpensive. So course creators, hq.com slash 34 is where all the links to all this good stuff will be. And thank you, Beth. I just, thank I just you. love being with you. So thank you so much.
1: I feel the same way. Thank you so much. And everybody find me on any platform at Beth Nydic, and I do answer my own DM. So be f- honestly, feel free to reach out and ask questions.
0: All right. And you know what? We need to do more on Clubhouse too. So we'll, we'll put that out yes. there. We're going to have some more talks on Clubhouse. So awesome. one, what, after thanks you, you all. have more time, thanks so much. Take care, everybody. Bye. So isn't Beth just the greatest? I got to tell you, recording this episode felt like I was in class and talking with my good friends and about to get in trouble for talking too much (laughs) because we had such a good time. So be sure to go out to CourseCreatorsHQ.com slash 34 and get the links to all of the cool information that Beth gave us and the notes that I took for you about this episode. Thanks for listening and I will catch you next week. Good luck with all your media. Yeah.